This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Good morning. Stuck for the holidays. Across the country, thousands of flights delayed or canceled after Christmas, leaving desperate travelers stranded. We had no idea that the flight was canceled. As growing numbers of airline employees are out of commission because of COVID. They said that the, the reason why the flights were canceled was a crew availability. And it could take more than a week to get the chaos under control. We'll have the very latest. Breaking records. Holiday travel and reunions have coronavirus surging once again. Hospitals stretched to the brink with unprecedented numbers of cases in several states, while testing sites scramble to keep up with demand. Hey. Ever think on Christmas you'd be waiting in line for three hours? No, absolutely not. We have complete coverage as we head into another week of holiday get-togethers. Wild weather. Heavy snow out west, a wintry mix in the Midwest, while the rest of the country is waking up to unseasonably warm weather. Remembering an icon. World leaders honoring Archbishop Desmond Tutu this morning, who fought for justice in South Africa and left a global legacy. This morning, the powerful tributes. Many happy returns. After Christmas, it's time to get what you really want. We'll take a close look at the new rules for exchanging or returning your gifts, plus what to do if you lose that receipt. Those stories plus lotto fever. No Christmas Day winner brings the Powerball jackpot to nearly $420 million. The jackpot still growing after the last big score in October. So will this be the night someone's holidays become even brighter? Today, Monday, December 27th, 2021. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And welcome to today. Thank you so much for joining us on this Monday morning. I'm Kristen Welker, along with my Weekend Today co-host, Peter Alexander. Savannah and Hoda are enjoying some well-deserved time off. We should say that we have been tested this morning. We're also socially distanced, given everything that's going on. I was going to say, how is it over there? A weather is nice just to see you. fine. Nice to see you. Nice to hear you. Good to be with you near or far. And it is a very busy Monday morning that we are here after Christmas. Let's begin with a look at today by the numbers, starting with the travel nightmare unfolding all across the country. More than 6,000 flights around the world canceled or delayed over the peak holiday weekend as scores of airline employees are contracting or being exposed to COVID and relief may be days away. It comes as cases are skyrocketing yet again. The country now averaging 200,000 COVID cases each day driven by this highly contagious Omicron variant. And of course, with the Christmas holiday now passed, all eyes are on New Year's Eve celebrations now just four days away and new questions about how people will safely celebrate after what's sure to be a major holiday surge. We've got it all covered for you this morning, including how the weather is affecting those travel delays. But we do start with NBC's Carrie Sanders at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Carrie, good morning to you. 
Well, good morning. You know, travel experts are not mincing words. They're calling this a full-blown meltdown. The day after Christmas, more than 1,500 domestic flights were canceled. And now this morning, we're seeing already 700 plus canceled flights, plus another 600 that are delayed. Experts say, look, if you're traveling by air today, do yourself a favor. Call the airline before you get to the airport, then check again online. And once you get to the airport, if it looks like your flight's going to leave on time, well, then prepare yourself anyway for some bad news. This morning, airlines say they're up against it, trying to catch up with the heavy holiday hustle. And I'm like, oh my God, we won't be able to get home. Nationwide, airlines canceling thousands of flights over the weekend, stranding families all around the country, with more bad news for passengers expected today. Major carriers, including Delta and United, blaming the massive flight cancellations on coronavirus after flight crews and their ground support staffs tested positive or were exposed to the virus. They said that the, the reason why the flights were canceled was a crew availability due to COVID. On Sunday alone, around 5,000 delays and more than 1,000 canceled flights, leaving unaware passengers stranded and frustrated. We had no idea that the flight was canceled. This morning, what may be unrealistic, a post-Christmas miracle. That's why it's good to have plan B, C, D, E, F. Under current CDC guidance, vaccinated airline workers who test positive must quarantine for 10 days, meaning it could take more than a week to rebound from this Christmas travel chaos. We've got crews out sick all over the place. I think that uh, you have to fasten your seatbelts for New Year's. I think uh, we're in store for more delays and more cancellations. The trouble in the skies compounded by extreme weather out west. Heavy snow and ice causing spin outs on the roads. Yeah, it's been bad, but we're trying to make it. For those who raced to get COVID tests before flying out for Christmas gatherings with family, now a new wrinkle, getting home. These widespread delays come after airlines had requested that the CDC cut the number of quarantine days for those with breakdown or with breakthrough cases from 10 to a lower number, but the CDC has not commented on that. Meantime, for airlines, the short-term solution to this growing backlog is to ask employees to work overtime. Kristen? Headaches and frustrations all around. Carrie, thank you for that. Now we want to say hello and good morning to NBC meteorologist Jeff Ranieri. He is in for Al this morning. So, Jeff, you heard Carrie talk about mm -hmm. that winter weather, those storms that are further complicating this holiday travel. What can you tell us about it all? Yeah, the West is getting hit so hard by so much rain and also that heavy, heavy snow. So we're going to start off with the travel delays map and we are going to see first off here a few of those delays out towards New York, Philadelphia, Detroit, but obviously the largest delays through the West Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, also San Francisco. Now 43 million people are being impacted by this winter weather, some snow in the upper Midwest, the Rockies, but of course the heaviest snow right through California, also the Cascades. Let's get a look at our California radar and you can see that rain through the San Francisco Bay Area and heavy, heavy Sierra snow that has already produced some road closures. Now here's the deal. Storm system moves off towards the south today. That's going to keep that heavy Sierra snow in place with more potential road closures as these snow totals are off the charts. Look at this. You can see another one to three feet here in the Sierra, even some very low snow over the Mendocino Mountains and right down towards the the grapevine in Southern California. We'll have another check your weather coming up in just a couple minutes.
All right, Jeff, thank you for that. Yeah. Of course, all those travel challenges come as COVID cases are multiplying, fueled by the Omicron variant, leaving many Americans facing difficult decisions about how to celebrate Christmas and what to do about New Year's. Ultimately, we talked to Dr. Ashish Jha in just a few minutes about all of that. But first, NBC's Sam Brock has our report. Sam, good morning. Uh, Peter, good morning. Right now, we are hours away from the county here, handing out free testing kits. Look around me. These lines have been fully formed for some folks since 4 and 5 in the morning, very similar to what we saw in New York City last week. Miami-Dade right now trying to meet massive testing demand. This is hospitals are running out of staff at this point in time to care for patients. Fresh off our second Christmas under the shadow of COVID, Americans wondering whether family gatherings will affect the spike in cases fueled by the Omicron variant. Frustration also spiking as many are struggling to get tested. Outrageous lines at drive through sites. Ever think on Christmas you'd be waiting in line for three hours? No, absolutely not. And chaos at testing centers. With tests sold out at many pharmacies. We've obviously got to do better. I mean, I think things will improve greatly as we get into January, but that doesn't help us today and tomorrow. There is hope for better health this year, but also stark warnings about the state of the nation's overwhelmed and exhausted hospitals. The staffing situation is just absolutely atrocious. I mean, it's hard to describe just how bad it is. Our healthcare front lines weakened by infection and attrition. The surge continuing in multiple states. In New York State, hospitalizations for those 18 and under quadrupled in recent weeks. They're not seeing any cases of vaccinated children in the hospital right now. So, you know, that just shows how powerful vaccination is. The numbers only telling part of the tale on Broadway. The Music Man saw one of its star actors sidelined with COVID. Then her understudy performed beautifully. Hugh Jackman paying tribute. At 12 noon today, and at 1 o'clock, she had her very first rehearsal as Marion. Two other shows ending their runs because of the virus. In college football, the military and Fenway Bulls canceled due to lack of healthy players. And overnight, the Miami Hurricanes pulling out of the Sun Bowl. Even cruises reliving some 2020 flashbacks. A Carnival cruise line that departed Miami Saturday was denied access to several Caribbean countries after passengers and crew members tested positive. The third outbreak tied to a South Florida departure in a week. Carnival says that that outbreak is small and they're following all COVID protocols. Meantime, the national hospitalization figures have been relatively stable. That is not true, guys, for pediatric hospitalizations, which are up 30% in 10 days with Texas, Ohio, and New York, some of the worst states. Peter, back to you. Sam, thank you. Dr. Ashish Jha is the dean of the Brown University School of Public Health. Dr. Jha, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. So we're looking at these alarming new numbers. We're on pace to hit a record within the next several days for the entirety of this pandemic. More than 200,000 people testing positive every day right now. And that doesn't really include all the Christmas cases that we're likely to see. So when will we see the impact from all those holiday gatherings and when should people really be getting tested? Yeah, it's a great question. I expect that we're going to see a huge spike in cases right after the new year. That's what we saw last year. Uh, it's probably in that first week, January 4th or 5th. Uh, that's when all the states will be reporting as well. So we're hitting record numbers uh, without even all the states reporting. So I'm, I'm worried about what's coming in the next couple of weeks in terms of infections. And people should get themselves tested as soon as, uh, certainly if they have symptoms, but also when they get back from travel. 
Dr. Shah, one of the other alarming things that we are seeing is a spike in pediatric hospitalizations, about 800 new cases per day over the past several days, and that includes children under the age of five, children who cannot get vaccinated. How concerned are you about these figures? Yeah, anytime we have kids getting hospitalized, obviously very concerning. We're going to have to pay very close attention to this. We are seeing a spike in cases and hospitalizations among kids. Now, a couple of things. One is, thankfully, for a majority of kids, this remains mild. But again, that minority of kids where we're seeing that is very concerning. Second, you know, as you suggested, pretty much all the kids getting hospitalized are unvaccinated. Uh, that, that should not be happening for kids over five, by the way. I think every child should be vaccinated who's eligible. Um, but we're going to have to pay very close attention to this and see uh, why it is is that we're seeing so many more hospitalizations than we have in previous waves of infection. And Dr. Zha, one of the most worrying features of the Omicron variant is how much faster it appears to be spreading and also just about how dangerously contagious it appears to be right now. A lot of folks obviously traveling or trying to figure out what they should be doing in terms of mask wearing. Are these are the surgical masks enough or cloth masks? OK, what's your recommendation to folks? Do they have to reassess their decision? I really think people do have to reassess their decision. Uh, the cloth masks do very, very little. I mean, maybe, a, you know, just sort of on the margin. The surgical masks are a little bit better. Uh, they tend to have a bit better filtration. At this point, when you're out and about in, in indoor spaces, I think you should be wearing a high quality mask. There are a lot of them available widely in major retailers like Amazon, uh, KF94s, KN95s, or N95s. Those are all high quality masks. And I really think at this point, that's what Americans should be switching to uh, if they want to avoid getting infected. And Dr. Jha, just looking ahead, obviously we are all anticipating New Year's Eve and the celebrations that will come with that. We've already seen some major cities cancel or scale back their plans. What should individual households be doing? Should they be canceling their plans to celebrate on New Year's Eve? What should people be doing? Yeah, it's a great question. I think scaling back is certainly the approach that we're taking. I think you can gather safely with family and friends, but I'd keep it smaller, make sure everybody's vaccinated or boosted. Uh, and then, you know, if you can get your hands on those antigen tests, those rapid tests, uh, getting everybody to do a test makes an enormous difference. It, otherwise, I mean, there is a risk out there that people are going to get infected. But I think if people take good precautions, uh, they can celebrate pretty safely. Dr. Shah, we always appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, now we'd like to welcome NBC's Jacob Soberoff to the table. Good morning. You've got the very latest. You're pitching in this week on the death of a beloved and powerful figure. That's right. Kristen, Peter, good morning to you and good morning to you at home as well. Archbishop Desmond Tutu died Sunday in Cape Town at the age of 90. He was best known for helping lead the movement that ended the brutal apartheid regime in South Africa. NBC's Molly Hunter has more. Molly, good morning to you. Jacob, good morning to you. The world has lost an extraordinary advocate for justice, a cleric, a Nobel Peace Prize winner, and to those who knew him and interacted with him, a man with a great sense of humor and a great laugh. This morning, bells ringing out for 10 minutes in Cape Town, honoring Archbishop Desmond Tutu. As powerful tributes come in from around the world for one of the fiercest opponents of apartheid. Black and white together! From his daughter, my dad is at rest. Thank you, Tetsechi, for all you have been to our family and the world. To global leaders, President Biden calling him a true servant of God and of the people, adding his legacy transcends borders and will echo throughout the ages. 
President Obama, who awarded Tutu the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2009, tweeting he was grounded in the struggle for liberation and justice in his own country, but also concerned with injustice everywhere. The Queen adding he was held in such high affection and esteem across the Commonwealth. And Harry and Meghan, who brought their son Archie to South Africa two years ago, writing he will be remembered for his optimism, his moral clarity and his joyful spirit. Tutu was born into poverty in a small mining town in 1931, and by 1975, he became the first black Anglican dean of Johannesburg. He had an extraordinary capacity to communicate with black South Africans um, and also to get under the skin of white South Africans. Resistance to South Africa's apartheid regime was met with brutal violence. Hundreds of activists, including Nelson Mandela, spent decades in prison. The system of this country is evil. In 1984, he won the Nobel Peace Prize, and by 1986, he became South Africa's first black archbishop. Finally, the early 1990s saw the end of apartheid. Nothing will, I think, ever take away the glow of that first experience of uh, walking tall. Tutu was diagnosed with prostate cancer in the late 1990s and at 80 years old retired from public life to spend more time with his family. He died over the weekend in Cape Town, South Africa. He was 90 years old. And of course, tributes are coming in from every corner of the globe. In South Africa, a full week of events. On Wednesday, there will be a memorial service. On Thursday night, an intimate night with friends of the Tutus. On Friday, his body will lie in state for two days ahead of the funeral on Saturday. And you guys, huge crowds are expected. I'll send it back to you, Jacob. Molly Hunter, thank you so much. His legacy transcended borders, as the president said, you guys. Yeah, I think it's exactly right. He was a man who wasn't just courageous, but also compassionate. One of those few voices that sort of resonated across the planet in the fight against injustice. Yeah, and you think about the fact that he was born into poverty and yeah. everything that he accomplished, all of the people he inspired and frankly now helped. Now being honored by presidents and world leaders for the Extraordinary, impact. yep. Yeah, incredible legacy. All right, well, we do want to take a turn now and go back to weather. Jeff Ranieri has the rest of our country's forecast. What are yes. you looking out there, Jeff? Hey, we've got, uh, you know, a lot of weather happening, uh, not only in the West Coast, but throughout Texas, also the Southeast. Let's get a look at those maps and we go from that cold in the West to record setting highs. What you're going to see here is temperatures 20 to 30 degrees above average. It'll put us at 79 in San Antonio, 73 in Little Rock out towards Atlanta. 71 gets even warmer for tomorrow. Yeah, unbelievable for December. 86 in Corpus Christi would be a new record. 79 in report also a new record even 82 back towards Vero Beach and that is your national forecast uh, Peter and Kristen I have to say it's been a long time I, last time I worked with the both of you was 12 years ago when I was on weekend today can you believe it 12 years oh my goodness <laughs> hopefully 12 years from now we can all be in one room together <laughs> yes. yes exactly time flies yes, Jeff it is good to be with you you too <laughs> thank right. you well coming up what Queen Elizabeth had to say about her first Christmas without Prince Philip as she looks ahead to a happier milestone, getting preparations underway to celebrate 70 years on the throne in 2022. Plus, it's easier than ever to return your unwanted holiday gifts, but if you want the maximum refund, we have the steps that you need to take ahead of time. That's ahead, but first, this is Today on NBC. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed back now at 7 30 on this monday morning december 27th 2021 savoring that gorgeous view of our tree for the final days that we can still lighting up rockefeller plaza in all her festive glory a lot of the crowds have cleared out by now kristen welker and i are in today for our friends savannah and hoda as they enjoy a little holiday time off along with jacob sobroff everybody get hooked up for the holidays did okay major hookups very well santa was very good to me and you yeah well my girls are content <laughs> that's what i cared about that's all that matters same same yeah. My kids are stoked as can be. Yeah, Margot's first Christmas, so that was the gift. No doubt. Let's get to the headlines right now. At 7.30, an investigation is underway this morning after a 15-year-old boy went overboard and died during a Caribbean cruise. It happened last week on the MSC Seashore. The cruise was on its way back to Miami when a man overboard alarm sounded throughout the ship. Police say they do not suspect foul play. If you had a Powerball ticket in your stocking this Christmas, unfortunately, you didn't win the big prize, but no one else did either. That's the good news. The jackpot is still growing. It's up to an estimated $416 million. If someone wins, it will be the second largest Powerball jackpot of the year. The next drawing is tonight, so go get your tickets. It was a holiday season unlike any other, of course, for people around the world, and that including Britain's Queen Elizabeth sharing a deeply personal Christmas Day message, including an emotional tribute to her late husband, Prince Philip. NBC's Kelly Cobiea has more on the royal family celebration as well as a look at the milestone year coming up for the Queen. Kelly, good morning. Guys, good morning. Yeah, after a tough year, the Queen already looking forward to 2022. Buckingham Palace is planning parades, parties and lots of pageantry to mark the Queen's astounding 70 years on the throne. Queen Elizabeth entering a new era this morning after celebrating the first Christmas without her husband, Prince Philip, but keeping spirits high during her holiday message. And as much as I and my family miss him, I know he would want us to enjoy Christmas. The Queen's plans scaled down, missing the traditional family church service and staying at her Windsor residence, where an intruder was arrested for breaching onto the castle grounds on Christmas Day. A 19-year-old caught by police within minutes. The Queen and guests undisturbed. And in California, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle sharing a candid holiday card with two-year-old Archie and six-month-old Lilibet Diana, her first public photo. The Queen now looking forward to better times and a milestone moment just months away. Her Platinum Jubilee, a celebration of 70 years on the throne. We are lucky enough to be able to, to witness and have a, a ringside seat 
to history in the making. Elizabeth is the longest serving monarch in British history. And at every jubilee, from silver in 77 to gold in 2002, and diamond nearly 10 years ago in 2012, Prince Philip was by her side. The queen now facing this monumental milestone without him, along with worries about her own health, yet still determined to work, highlighting the upcoming celebrations in her Christmas message. I hope will be an opportunity for people everywhere to enjoy a sense of togetherness. The preparations already underway. Platinum Jubilee director Simon Brooks Ward sharing details of the main events next June. We're walking along the mall. Obviously, lots of traffic here right now. However, on the day, there'll be flags, there'll be bunting. Uh, so the Queen will come out from from Buckingham Palace behind, and be escorted by the Household Cavalry Mounted Regiment. And this will be a huge, great sort of flow of. Uh, military, music, dancing, culture, everything. A real explosion of color. The crowning moment of every jubilee before, the whole family on the balcony of Buckingham Palace, waving to a sea of cheering faces. With the Queen's health now in focus, the question, will the jubilee celebrations bring the family together again? And that is the big question, whether Harry and Meghan will be back here in the UK to mark this incredibly historic year, likely the last major milestone of his grandmother's reign. Guys? Kelly, thank you so much. And you mm. consider the fact that baby Lilibet has yet to meet the to queen. To get back to him. Yeah. To be her great-grandmother. Well, hopefully they'll go home for the big celebrations. Yeah. But getting to see baby Lilibet, that was the excitement of the weekend. That there, was wonderful. There's something about the queen isolating for Christmas. You know when they say they're just like us? Yeah. Just, just like, like us? Like us? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isolate in the entire rest of the palace. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up, to re-gift or return with Christmas behind us, Santa's little helper is here with some good tips. Hey, good morning, guys. Maybe you didn't get exactly what you wanted for the holidays? No problem. I'm Vicki Wynn with what you need to know to make sure you get the most for that return. That's coming up next on Today. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. We are back this morning with in-depth today. What to do if Santa just simply didn't bring what you had wanted. That's right. We all know what that means, right? It's time to make a return or an exchange. NBC News investigative and consumer correspondent Vicki Wynn has more on how to get a new item or get your money back. Vicki, good morning to you. 
Hi, good morning. The great news here, most retailers have pretty relaxed return policies, but there are some steps you need to take ahead of time to make sure you get the maximum refund. First, the rush to get presents under the tree, and now the rush to return some of those gifts for cash or store credit. Analysts predict $120 billion worth of products will be returned this holiday season, up from the previous record of $115 billion last year. The increase spurred by online shopping. So maybe you get that gift that you're not so keen on? Okay, the first thing to do, make sure you don't remove it from the original packaging. Even though stores are pretty generous with their return policies these days, they're a lot more likely to give you a cash refund rather than store credit if they can resell the item. Yeah, this is going back. Also, make sure you don't accidentally throw away the gift receipt with your wrapping paper. No receipt might mean no refund. If you do lose the receipt, your options are to re-gift the item or have that awkward conversation with the person who gave you the gift to see if they have a receipt. If not, you can bring it back to the store. Most will give you a store credit, but be prepared, some won't. For in-person returns, make sure that you bring your ID. Most stores will ask for it, even if you didn't buy the item. They're trying to cut down on people who abuse return policies. And guys, when you're inside the store, make sure you're nice to the employee. Oftentimes, they have discretion on whether or not to accept that return. It's also the right thing to do, but what if you don't want to brave those crowds? Many retailers will cover the cost of a return, but you got to print out the label at home and then make sure that you package up that item carefully and either schedule a pickup or take it directly to the shipper. Perhaps even easier, you can take the item back to the physical storefront. No labels or boxes required. Amazon accepts returns at Amazon Go, Amazon Books, Whole Foods, and even Kohl's locations. Most other retailers, including Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and Apple, will also accept online returns in person at their stores. With a bigger push to shop early, many retailers extended their return windows. Apple has a strict 14-day return policy, but holiday purchases can be returned through January 8th. Amazon's 30-day policy is being replaced by a January 31st holiday return window. Bed Bath & Beyond, Walmart, Home Depot, and Lowe's have 90-day return policies. Kohl's, 180 days. And Costco will let you return products at any time, except for electronics, which have a 90-day return window. If it's footwear or clothing, just make sure you don't wear that item out until you know that you want to keep it. Stores do have the right to refuse a refund if the items look used or they're heavily soiled. A good rule of thumb, if it's in a state that you wouldn't buy it in, your refund will probably be rejected. However, if the product is damaged or defective, the retailer will almost always give you a refund or at least let you exchange it. It's easier than ever to return your unwanted gifts, especially if you're prepared with these simple tips. Okay, so I know re-gifting can be a social no-no, but consider it, especially if a store won't take back an item that's been opened. By one estimate, about 5 billion pounds worth of returned items end up in landfills. So even though some stores might take back certain things, it doesn't mean they can actually be resold. So consider a donation or that good old re-gifting. It is better for the environment. Back to you.
That makes regifting sound pretty good. So what do you guys think? Are you big return people or yes. regifters? Yeah, that was Jacob? useful. No, I bought my wife a speaker from Best Buy. I didn't know the return policy. We're going to be returning it because I bought it in the wrong color. I'm sorry, darling. I love you. <laughs> you did your best. Yeah. For us, it's when the you girls know? open up the gift and they're like, yeah, no, I want to return this. I'm like, well, you have to make that decision <laughs> before you shred the Barbie box, <laughs> what right? That's do, not Robert? an option. You, you returning? I, I am not a big return person. I, this is going to surprise you. I tend to like the gifts I'm given. Do you just feel bad and you don't want to return yeah, it? Kind of, a little bit, but, but <laughs> nine times out of ten, I'm just appreciative and love the gift. Best so. takeaway from that piece, be nice to the folks. They can make all the difference yeah, in your return. Exactly. Well, coming up in our next half hour, we're going to, or next hour, I should say, we'll find out more about getting the most out of those returns. Time now for another check of the forecast with our friend Jeff Ranieri. Hey. And Jeff, a lot of folks now trying to get home from their holidays. Yes. And it's going to be a challenge yeah. in plenty of places. It definitely is. And look for others. If you got a jacket for Christmas, you might actually be able to start wearing it here through the northeast where we really haven't had a whole lot of wintry weather. You can see this active start to the week. Some snow here through the Midwest and upper Midwest that's going to be moving into the northeast, especially Pennsylvania with some wintry precipitation as we're tracking this storm system again pushing through today. It's not super severe, but again, it could bring us some travel delays through the northeast and Midwest today. Tomorrow we get another quick moving system moving in from the south. Heavy rain in St. Louis, also Cincinnati and more snow potential there in Chicago. As we get a look at the national map, we not only have the rain and snow in the northeast, record-setting warmth down towards Texas, back into the southeast, and then that heavy, heavy snow out here towards the west and more rain through the Bay Area. Sierra could get another one to three feet of snow in those Sierra mountains. And that is your national forecast, you guys. It is like iced coffee weather in the southeast today. I mean, <laughs> 70s and 80s in December. Wow. Grab those it's iced coffees. December. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm thinking road trip. Jeff, yeah. thanks very much. Still right. ahead this morning. Could this telescope actually give us a glimpse of life on other planets? We're going to take a closer look at the mission of NASA's massive web telescope. Plus, an emotional story of a mother and the daughter she was separated from over 40 years ago. Our Kate Snow was there for the joyful reunion. But first, these messages. Welcome back. Jacob's got our pop start this morning. What's coming up? I'm excited about this. It's good to be The Rock's mom this holiday season, you guys. Wait till you see how Dwayne Johnson got his little girls to help him pull off an emotional Aww. Christmas surprise. Stay tuned for this. It is an unbelievable treat. You are going to love it. But coming up first, your local news. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.